Hello everyone, I'm Harrison. And I'm Rachel. This week we're reviewing our registry as first-time parents, so stay tuned and join us on our journey to raise, raise baby, baby H. H. If you are an expecting parent, you're going to want to stick around for this episode, especially if you still have an active registry. I'm excited about this one because making our registry and having a baby shower was such an exciting time, and I'm just feeling all of those emotions again right now. We definitely need to start this episode by saying that we're so thankful to have people that wanted to gift things to us and help us get started in our parenting journey. The goal for today is more to give other parents an idea of things that have been a game changer as far as making our lives easier and giving our honest opinions about things that we may not have needed. Definitely. And I'll always remember when I was looking through products for our registry, I was feeling overwhelmed by all of the brands and products. And I just had to remember that the reason there are so many different things out in the world is because there are so many different types of people in the world. And so what works for one family might not work for another. There are a lot of factors that go into choosing the items on your registry, and we have an older episode all about that. But today we're going to share how we feel like we did when making our registry. So today we are just talking about the stuff that we put on our registry. There's definitely stuff that we didn't ask for that we were gifted, which is totally fine. Um, but today we're just reviewing the things that we thought we wanted and things that we got and how that's worked out for us. The first item we're going to talk about is the car seat. So we ended up getting a Graco car seat. I believe it's the Snug Ride Snug Lock. And part of the reasoning behind us getting this particular car seat is that Rachel's parents already had a base that this could fit on. And so that kind of just steered us in the direction to make it easier for when they watched Edison. I was hesitant to get this car seat at first because it just felt very basic to me. And I know that there's a lot of new technology out there and a lot of new brands up and coming that are popular right now. But ultimately, we knew that this company would make it easier for a lot of other people in our life, like my parents, who already had the matching base. One of the things we were not looking for in a car seat that has turned out to be really nice with this one is that you can actually hook it into a car without the base. So you can use the seat belt to secure just the car seat carrier part. And that has come in handy on multiple occasions where we are getting in a car that doesn't have a base and we don't want to move ours over because we're only going to be doing like one quick trip. So you can just hook him in with the seatbelt and cinch him down and you're good to go, which has been really nice. Ultimately, you just want something that is safe, that is not expired and gets your baby from point A to point B. For us, we kind of like that this brand is so compatible with many other things like strollers and other bases that it's made it very easy for us to find things to go with the car seat. The next thing we're going to talk about is bottles. We had a wide variety of bottles on our list, and part of that is because we were hoping to get a bottle box that would give us the option that once Edison was here to try a few different bottles and order a bunch of what worked best. I do think that's a good idea if you don't have a stash already to try to get a couple of a few different brands. That way you can see what your baby takes best to. But for us, we had already had a stash of Avent and then we also had Dr. Brown's and Ma'am. And Edison just really took to the Avent Natural brand. 
The biggest advantage to the Avent Natural brand for us has been that nothing comes out of the nipples unless Edison is sucking. And we've been able to test this where you fill the bottle with water and just flip it upside down. And every other brand of bottle we have tried drips except for the Avent. And especially because Edison was born a little bit early and didn't have a super strong suck reflex, he kind of struggled with the bottles that had a slow drip and he would choke sometimes and just be coughing because he's got way too much. And so in the middle of the night when Rachel and I were exhausted and were feeding him, it just became very frustrating to feed him with any other bottle besides Avent because you're constantly worried about him choking. The one thing that we learned about this brand of bottles is that the size one nipple is almost impossible for babies to drink out of. So right away, we had to start with size two, even as a newborn. And once we made that switch, Edison was adapting a lot better to that type of bottle. So I would suggest if your baby is struggling with a certain kind, and maybe that's the only kind that you have, make sure you're checking the nipple size. If you put it together correctly, like I know a lot of anti-colic bottles have all these little parts and pieces. So you just want to make sure that you put the bottle together correctly before you just give up on it altogether. Ultimately, we made the decision to transition all of our bottles to Avent, so now we don't use anything else besides Avent. And when you do find that one that works for you, stock up on it because it will make it so that you don't have to do dishes as often, and same thing goes for pumping. Get extra parts because that's going to make it so much better for you as the parent. Next up is the stroller. So for our stroller, we decided to go with the Mockingbird. That is what we put on our registry. And this is an item that we knew we were going to use a lot, and even though it's on the pricier side, we felt like it was going to be worth it based on how much we use it. We've mentioned in previous episodes that we really like to people watch, and when we're out, we like to see what other parents are using, how they're getting strollers in and out of their car, baby carriers, things like that. We've seen it all, and we definitely feel like the stroller is something that you want to invest in. You want something that is good and easy to use because it's just going to make a stressful day out with a ton of kids so much easier. While the Mockingbird is kind of pricey compared to a lot of other strollers, it is not the most expensive stroller on the market. And from what we have seen, some of those strollers that people pay thousands of dollars for we don't really see that there's a huge benefit to them. And even though we don't use them every day, so maybe we're wrong, we just don't really see why we would pay seven, $800 more than what we did for the Mockingbird to end up with a very similar product. If you are struggling to come up with a brand that works well for you in your price range, I would recommend finding a Bye Bye Baby because they have a section of a ton of strollers just set out where you can push them around, see how they ride, and they have a whole range of prices. So you can find something that is affordable and still works well for you. Just note that if you do go to a Bye Bye Baby, you won't find the Mockingbird there because that is part of the way Mockingbird can keep their price down is they don't sell their product in the store. The only way to do it is to order it online. So some targets might have it, but you're gonna have to be pretty lucky to find it in a target. Another thing that we put on our registry, another thing that we put on our registry that we had to change was our diaper trash can. So we originally put the Ubi diaper trash can on our registry, and my sister-in-law has used both that and the diaper genie, 
and she really recommended the Diaper Genie instead. If you do a search online, you'll probably find a lot of other people that will recommend the Ubi over the Diaper Genie. Part of the reason for that is that the Ubi is made out of this metal casing, whereas the Diaper Genie is made out of plastic. So the Ubi claims that it can store the scent much better than the Diaper Genie. But from what we've heard, that doesn't really hold true. Older designs of the Diaper Genie do not have a carbon filter, which is something newer that they've added. And that carbon filter really makes a difference in the amount of smell that can escape from that trash can. Rachel and I didn't really realize that that was a big part of how the Diaper Genie worked until Edison was about four months old. Because after four months, they recommend you replace that filter. And we had no clue that was a thing, and we just had been noticing that anytime we walked into the nursery, it just smelled way, way worse. And this is something that the Ubi doesn't have, or if you have a parent or maybe a friend that has told you that the Diaper Genie doesn't work, there's a good chance they actually had the version that doesn't have the carbon filter. And we've never tried that, so we have no clue. We just know that when we put a new carbon filter in our Diaper Genie, it really fixed the problem fast. These carbon filters you can buy from Amazon for like five bucks and get a couple. And so it's definitely worth it to keep up with changing them frequently because it's just going to keep your nursery fresh. A big thing when you're making your registry is what diaper brand to put on there because a lot of people are going to want to buy you diapers. And part of the issue with picking a diaper brand is you don't really know how your baby's skin is going to react to the diapers you use. This is another thing that it's good to try a couple different things. We had tried Pampers, Huggies, and Hello Bello, and we've ultimately decided that Hello Bello is our primary brand of diapers. Very early on, we had a moment where Edison was having a blowout every time he pooped, and we were really nervous that Hello Bello was not going to work out for us. But what we discovered is that we just needed to move him up a size and the problem was solved. We've also discovered that Hello Bellos run a little bit smaller and Huggies run a little bit bigger. So in between sizes, we just buy the smallest pack of Huggies that we can find. And that usually gets Edison through that little size change. And then he's ready for the next size up of Hello Bello. One of Rachel's favorite things about Hello Bello is all of the different designs they put on the diaper. So every time you order, you can kind of go through your box of diapers and pick what designs are going to come with them. And those are often themed based on the season or if there are any holidays around. And so you just feel like you're getting a new diaper and it's kind of fun to pick out which design you're going to put on Edison. It makes diapering as fun as it can be, is what I say, because I get to pick the cute designs and then it just shows up at our house. I don't even have to go to the store. Just every couple of weeks, I get a package and it's fun to just open and see the new designs. Initially, when Rachel had shown me Hello Bello, I was concerned that it was going to be a little bit pricier and I didn't want to make diapering any more expensive than it needs to be. So in order to kind of get past this, we just did a price comparison based on a brand that we might buy otherwise. So we did this based off of Huggies and we went to the store, found a couple packages of Huggies and just figured out what was the cost per single diaper. And if you did the same thing with Hello Bello, it ended up being that a single diaper was like a tenth of a cent more, but Hello Bello comes with wipes in every single box. And so that kind of like offsets the cost. And it's the same thing to have all the designs and have them delivered straight to the door. 
So it's kind of just worked out perfectly for us, and they have not caused any skin issues for Edison, and he has horrible skin. Another thing to consider when you're deciding on diapers or if you're having trouble with the brand that you're using is to think about the other products that you're using for diaper rash because that might be the issue and you might want to try a couple different creams before you just switch brands of diapers completely. A big thing that changed a lot for us after Edison was here was the carrier. Initially, we put a Graco Cradle Me 4-in-1 baby carrier on our registry and we got it as a gift. But when Edison was a newborn, we weren't really thrilled with it and it just didn't fit Edison right. He was so small and we've eventually realized that we weren't putting it on the right way. There's like these extra clips that you add for newborns that we just didn't realize. But it also just felt very clunky. It was hard to put on by yourself because it clips in the back. So we ordered the Moby wrap because we thought that that would be really nice for the newborn stage. It's all cloth and you just kind of tie it as tight as you want. And we saw other people using them. Initially, it was almost impossible to put on. It was so hard to figure out how do you even fold the thing so that something could sit in there. And then when you put Edison in this weird like origami fabric-y thing you've made, it was always way too loose. So then you would tighten it and then it would be like way too tight and you couldn't get Edison in it. And no matter what, if you want to adjust the tightness, you have to take the entire thing off, which is very, very frustrating. And so Edison doesn't really want to be carried for that long. So by the time you finish getting it all set up, you're probably like done with carrying him around anyway. So what we decided to do was go back and get the Ergo Baby, which is kind of similar to the Graco Cradle, but is a little bit simpler and clips in the front. The Ergo Baby that we have is the Embrace Carrier. And so it's lightweight and breathable. It's definitely structured for younger newborn babies. It feels soft and isn't super clunky and it clips in the front. So you kind of have the best of everything within that carrier. The Ergo Baby has been great for carrying Edison around and we used it a ton early on. It was just so nice to be able to put him on and a lot of times he would just fall asleep while you're walking around doing the millions of things that you need to get done around the house. Now, as he's gotten a little bit bigger, the Ergo Baby is starting to be too small for him. So the Graco Cradle Me 4-in-1 is going to come in handy and we actually have been using it a little bit more these past couple of weeks because it can be sized to hold a larger baby. It also back carries. So now that Edison is sitting up and has great head support, we can wear him on our backs like a backpack and that's just easier as your baby gets bigger. One of the things we thought we were going to want a significant number of is just places to put Edison in different rooms. So like a bouncer, a swing, the boppy or whatever, so that we could just lay him down and move him from room to room. And we haven't really used the swing as much as we did the bouncer. I think the specific one that we had was just a little bit more upright, that it wasn't great for when he was a newborn because he couldn't like, he just was like crunching into himself because he couldn't hold himself up. So since the bouncer was a little bit more of a flat recline, we felt more comfortable leaving him in that when we weren't watching him. 
Our initial idea behind needing a lot of places to set Edison down was that if Rachel was here by herself, she wouldn't want to pick up Edison and grab the bouncer and take it to a different room and set everything down there. And I think that like that logic sounds fine, but in reality, it's not like the bouncer weighs like 50 pounds and Edison also weighs 50 pounds. You can do these things and move them around. And what really happened more frequently than anything else is if something needed to get done, it came out into the living room where Edison already was. And it really depends on your house setup. For us, we just have a single story. It's very easy to get around. So it's not a big deal for us to move the bouncer from one room to another. Whereas if we had multiple stories, I definitely think we would want something that stays upstairs and something that stays downstairs. Initially, something we were very hesitant to put on the registry was a bottle warmer slash sanitizer. It's something that we didn't really think that we were going to use a lot of and didn't understand what the big deal was with them. But we ended up putting one on the registry because so many people said, you really need this. This really is a lifesaver and you should get it. And even though we weren't really that sure, I think that once we got into it, we were very glad to have the bottle warmer and sanitizer. I will say that people make comments to me a lot about Edison will take a bottle at any temperature when it was breast milk. And even now when it's formula, he'll drink it cold or room temperature. And I think that's just because of the way that we fed him. Like we just fed it to him however it was in that moment and didn't really think about it, that he just kind of got used to it. So if you're really struggling with your baby only takes a bottle warm then maybe just try switching it up on them consistently and they'll start to get used to that. So many people talk about bottle warmers as if the main function for them is to warm up a bottle to be the temperature that your baby wants it. But the thing that we found to be the most helpful was the sanitizing feature built into most of these bottle warmers. So about once a day or maybe every other day, we were throwing all of the parts to each bottle into this and running the sanitize feature. And basically that like produces a bunch of steam and it steam cleans those bottles. And we would do that after we had already done like our normal hand washing. And this just sped up the process a lot. We didn't have to deal with boiling water or any of that. And then the last thing we used all the time was to thaw frozen breast milk. Once we were consistently using my frozen stash, it was a lifesaver to have this bottle warmer where we could just throw the bag of breast milk in the sanitizer and it took six minutes to have the milk like room temperature. Also, as far as like breastfeeding products, something that we did buy was a boppy. And early on when I was attempting to breastfeed, I really struggled with the boppy. It just wasn't staying on me and it was hard to keep Edison where he needed to be. And so I had heard that a lot of moms recommend the My Breast Friend pillow because it clips to you and it's much sturdier, which people say is great for newborns. And I ended up ordering that. And so I've used both. I definitely don't think that either of those are super helpful for breastfeeding. My biggest recommendation if you're looking for a nursing pillow is just the pillow that's on your bed. Now we have found the boppy helpful in quite a few other ways besides feeding Edison, but the main thing it's marketed for is to help prop up babies when they're being breastfed. And we basically never used it for this feature at all. 
Now what we use it for is to set Edison in and he's got a ring around him that will help him sit up. We'll also do that to help set him on the bed so he can be elevated a little bit and see us while we're moving around in our room and just little things like that. It's really just a way to prop him up. Yeah, it's definitely more beneficial as a baby holder than any kind of breastfeeding supply. The last thing that we put on our registry that we're going to go over today is the sound machine. So initially we had put on a HomePod for our sound machine, thinking we were going to put that in Edison's room and that we would use that instead. And then as he got older, we'd be able to use that in his room for whatever purpose we need. When we did the sleep training with Edison, it was recommended that you play white noise or pink noise throughout the whole night to help your baby sleep. And that's really annoying, honestly. <laughs> we, um, Our room is right next to the nursery, so even when you're playing something very quiet in Edison's room, we could still hear it. And he was sleeping perfectly fine without it. So a sound machine has not been something that's been needed for us. Some people swear by it. They have to take it everywhere. Their baby can't function without it. But I'm very thankful that Edison does just fine without a sound machine in his room. Because we know so many people that have to take a sound machine everywhere they go with them and people that swear by them, that's kind of the biggest reason we tried to stay away from it and didn't turn it on unless he really needed it. In the sleep training course that we did, they constantly were saying, anything you give to your baby to help them fall asleep, they will need to stay asleep. And we didn't want the sound machine to be part of that because we didn't want to have to figure out a travel solution, especially because we were all over the place while Edison was learning his sleep schedule. Overall, I'm sure sound machines have been helpful for tons of families and a lot of people will continue to recommend them, but they just weren't something that was beneficial for us. And so... We haven't really used the HomePod as the sound machine like we thought we would, and we've kind of moved it into a different space in the room, which we use it much more frequently there, and long term, it will end up in Edison's room, and I'm sure that we will use it the way we thought in the future. So next, we're going to talk about a few things that we didn't think we wanted, but really considered buying or ended up buying, and the first thing is a bassinet. So we were planning on using our pack and play as the bassinet and Edison just really wasn't sleeping well in it. And I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One, babies are afraid of two things, loud noises and falling. And since our pack and play had this raised bed, it's not the most stable thing and it kind of shakes when the baby is in it. And so I, maybe he was afraid of falling because he's just kind of floating in this pack and play. But now that he's older, he sleeps really well in it. And then the other thing is that in that first 12 weeks of your baby's life, they really just want to be with their parents. So co-sleeping, baby wearing, skin to skin, all of that. That's what they need. They don't want to be away from you. And so I don't really know if having a more accessible bassinet right next to our bed would have been better or if we would have just committed to the co-sleeping thing would have saved us a lot of heartache I guess <laughs> but we did really think in the first few weeks about buying a bassinet because Edison just wasn't sleeping well in his pack and play at all. Long term we didn't end up buying a bassinet because we were traveling so much and we couldn't find a good solution for a travel bassinet. So basically, we just tried to get Edison used to sleeping in his own room even quicker because 
it just really wasn't working out. And when we were traveling, there was like another bed or something that we could put him on and still be able to watch him and make sure that everything was okay. The other thing that we didn't think we needed was a rocking chair. I don't know if we had one on our registry or not, but we didn't get one after the baby shower and we didn't have one for the first week or so. And my parents brought one over when my siblings came to meet Edison. And it honestly has been really nice to have a rocking chair around. I was a big skeptic of the rocking chair. I didn't really understand what the point of it was. And we don't really have a whole lot of space for it in the nursery. And I still kind of think this way that where it's ended up now, it doesn't really like fit the best. But the advantage of the rocking chair has really come out and has made it so that you can understand that even though the space kind of functions funny, it's been so beneficial. At the end of the night when Edison is tired and you're giving him that last bottle, it's nice to put him in that chair and to just rock. And part of our sleep training was that you need to be doing the bedtime routine in your child's bedroom. And the rocking chair has been our way to do that. Otherwise, we would end up with probably just like a dining room table in that space. And that would just be way more uncomfortable. And it still would have the exact same problems. So overall, that's our review of kind of products that we thought were helpful and things that weren't so helpful. We are very minimalist people. So if we don't have space for something, if we get something new, we have to get rid of something else. And so a big priority for us with baby items is functional and easy to store. At the end of the day, each family will find the products that work best in their lifestyle. We hope that we could give you a little idea of what worked best for us. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Thank you.